Welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a ne- well, a writing podcast. <laughs> uh, I am Wham James, and I'm introducing a episode in January, uh, which is earlier than I thought I would be introducing in the next episode, but here we are. So, it turns out that Aaron and Tracy can't stop, won't stop, and they have signed on to do a challenge called 85K90, which I believe is 85,000 words in 90 days. They were going to talk more about it in this episode, and they are going to be doing a new episode while they do this 85K90 every other week. So the first week, they talked about the challenge, how it differs from NaNoWriMo, and how it's going so far, and what they are working on. So... Uh, enjoy Tracy and Aaron, and as the weeks go on, maybe you'll hear from more of the Wham Juice crew. Enjoy! Hey everyone, and welcome back to Wet Hot American Moon Juice! Woo! I'm so excited! It's a NaNoWriMo podcast about 85k to 90 days! Yes, off-season! Yeah, this is the Mm off-season. So, I'm Aaron. And I'm Tracy. And we are here to talk to you all about a new writing challenge that we have undertaken. Because apparently that's the only way I can write is if I'm actively in the challenge. I mean, kind of same. I didn't touch any writing in December. Nothing. I mean, largely because I was like, I had realized that I needed to write a book to go between the two books that I had written. So I was like, I don't want to mess with my nano book anymore when I know stuff in it is going to end up changing Mm -hmm. when I've written another book in between. But also like the holidays and like kids being home on break and stuff. I was like, I just don't have like after nano, I just didn't have the bandwidth to even think about it. Yeah. The burnout was like so much more than I expected it to be like at the very end of nano I think in my exit interview with James I was just like super optimistic I'm like yeah I have this writing habit now and I just I have the urge to write and then I didn't for I think at least a week and then I think I tried and like I can't do this and then I just kind Mm -hmm. of let everything sit and yeah being busy with holidays and things like that I had other things to think about so it's just nothing happened and then a few days ago Because really, yeah, it was only, it was last week, and Mm -hmm. you brought it up in our group, saying that there was this new writing challenge you were trying. I was like, yes, I need that. I need something to work on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in this Facebook group for romance writers, and Mm -hmm. one of the ladies in that was like, hey, I'm doing this 85K in 90 days challenge. And my at first, my brain was like, fuck that noise. (laughs) No way. 85K is too many Ks. I can't do it. And then I thought about it and I was like, that's less than a thousand words a day. Yeah. It's like just over half of Nano. It's 945. Okay. And it's so it's January to March. And then the way this program is laid out for our listeners, I know Mm -hmm. you know this, but the way, but they don't. So the way (laughs) this program is laid out is that you've got three months of writing followed by April is like your finish up what you didn't finish, either reach your word count goal or, you know, if you hit your 85K, but you still have more of the story to go, you wrap that up in April. And then there's like a three month period of like, polishing it and going back and making your changes and your revisions and then the last half of the year is focusing on like getting it published whether you're self-publishing or starting to query that's Mm -hmm. like this is like a year-long challenge and only the first third of the year is actually uh writing Mm -hmm. but 
I it it appealed to me a lot because yeah. it's less it's less ridiculous than Nano. I mean, I feel like under a thousand words a day is completely doable. Totally. And yeah. I mean, that's that's like one solid writing mm-hmm. sprint for you know right. for for you and me. Like, sit down for an hour and do an hour long sprint, and there's our our word count. Yeah. So yeah, how are you feeling about it so far? I really like it. So I feel a lot less pressure than Nano. So what I obviously mm-hmm. like, it feels yeah. a lot easier to be behind on this one in a way. Also because it's, I know it's a completely different challenge. So like the thing I like certain aspects of nano a lot and i you know still think it's really valuable and things and i really like this too because it does have the whole like publishing and editing and time built in for that um so what i decided to do with this challenge is like a a bunch of short stories i guess you could call it a short story anthology um Mm -hmm. but like my goal for this challenge is to have a whole crap ton of short stories that eventually, you know, I polish and then by the end of the year be sending them out. So I think it wouldn't necessarily be as one book that I would have them. I mean, that eventually maybe, you know, how authors, they'll have all their short stories out there and then later they'll compile them into a book. Um, But I think for right now it would be to get a good solid like handful of stories that I can start sending out to literary journals or whatever and things like that to get them published cool Um, yeah so i really like it so far it's really exciting because i I like the short story format a lot too i'm glad i chose to do that instead of starting a new novel because i think a new novel would have been overwhelming again at this point already to like try to plan things out um and stuff like that maybe eventually but yeah because short stories, I can just sit down and then come up with like a vibe or a feeling or just base it on a word and you don't have to have, you know, eternal character development and stuff like that. You can just really pinpoint right. one moment and really explore that. Like what would be weird in this? You don't really have to explain things or justify things all the time. For me personally, when I write short stories, I guess I like to leave it with mystery. So I've been enjoying that, getting back to it. Cool. Yeah. Now, so uh, to part the kimono a little bit, we are recording this on January third, so we're yes, we're we're at that stage of this challenge where we're super optimistic and feeling really <laughs> good about it. Um, but have you been working on one particular story for the past couple days, or have you written multiple ones that you will go back and either flesh out further or mm-hmm. make changes to later? Yeah, so it's been multiple ones. So I haven't, I think I started like three and what'll happen sometimes is I'll just, like last year I did a thing where I was just trying to do 30 minutes a day and I would like start Mm -hmm. a story and write as much as I could. And I really only actually finished and polished one of those stories, which I ended up really liking. Um, But yeah, so what I've been doing right now is just kind of starting them, seeing what happens and then getting, I'll get back to them later. Okay, so, so you're not trying to do, like, one right. story a day for 90 days and come out with just so many <laughs> 90 stories. 90 million stories, <laughs> yeah. No, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, like, which ones strike me and stuff like that that I want to come back to. Because sometimes, too, it'll feel like I'm working on one and it'll just be a slog and I hate it. And then um, 
I'll come back to it, you know, a month later or even days later. I'll be like, oh, actually, that's not that bad. I have more stuff to add to it. So just getting a start to it. Like one of my favorite things I've written, it's only a page and nothing really happens yet, but I hated it the first night I wrote it. And then I went back to it. Like, I actually love this. Like, this is one of my favorite things I've ever written. And like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I never have that happen. When I'm going through one of my periods mm-hmm. where everything I'm writing just feels like a slog, that's when I need to like, Yep. That, that's the problem that I had this past Nano where I was trying to write from start to finish. And that was when I realized that I mm-hmm. really do need to jump around and write whatever I feel like mm-hmm. writing and stitch it together later. Right. But I never returned to those thinking, actually, this is, this is really <laughs> good. No, I returned to it and I'm like, wow, this is just like 400 words of drivel. Delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Redo. So I'm glad that you have not run into that problem so I'm far. Well. <laughs> yeah. For my nano, I feel like that's the case for sure. But so I guess, so from what you did in nano, is that changing how you're approaching the 85K90 challenge? Yeah. So I I figured out a lot about this story during nano, actually. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm currently writing the book that was going to be the third in the trilogy, and now it is going to be the second in the trilogy. Because originally I just I had a plan for like which couple's books were going to come in which order. And then when I was writing Danny and Theo's story for Nano, I was like, actually, I think Dusty and Scott need to come. They need their story needs to happen in the year in between Nola and Roger's story Mm -hmm. and Danny and Theo's. So now I'm writing what was book three is now book two. And it's. I don't remember what the question was. If so, what you said. I'm doing great. (laughs) It's like the end of Nano all over again. I know it kind of. Well, what's funny is I I, like as I'm talking, I'm like I've forgotten the question, but surely I can find it again. Nope. No. Um. Just like so, you said you used to, or you would always write start to finish. So like when you were doing Nano, did that change how you're doing this one? Yeah, so typically I don't write start to finish. Oh, okay. I kind of do jump around. And this past Nano, I like challenged myself to write start to finish. Oh, gotcha. And it okay. was a hot mess. So this <laughs> time I am going to be following my normal pattern of write whatever I feel inspired to write. And I'm using, um, so I'm writing in Scrivener and I have a template that was actually created by the author of Romancing the Beat mm-hmm. to... Ooh. It's like a Scrivener template where like she's got all of the romance beats. She's got sections for all of them. And so I can just go into and be like, you know, I'm going to write the meet cute. And so I go into the meet cute section and I, I can write the meet cute. And then I can I haven't decided if I'm going to use that as like I, I think at this point, I'm not going to worry so much about the chapter structure I'm just going to like when I get to the meet cute part, I'm just going to start with that meet cute scene and I'm just going to keep writing into in that same section of the document until I get to whatever the next beat is. I've now forgotten it. Yeah. And then I'm going to jump over to that section and keep writing until I get to the next beat and then jump over to that section. I don't think I'm necessarily going to do it in a linear format, Mm -hmm. but I am going to try to keep the segments of the story within the template that I'm working in just just to see how that works because normally I end up doing each scene is in its own little you know page of Scrivener and then Mm -hmm. I have to move them around to figure out what needs to go where and where does it all fit in the beat and then I have to relabel them you know 
this beat, this is what happens, mm-hmm. you know, meet cute one, meet cute two, because oh. there's multiple scenes between the meet cute and the no way beat. And it's it ends up being really complicated and right. I waste a bunch of time just renaming <laughs> things and moving them around. So I'm going to try to not do that to myself this time. Right. Well, that sounds like we'll a good see. idea. It, we, two weeks from now, it could be that I have reverted back to what I know and am comfortable with, even though it's maybe not the most effective method. But, That's really cool that yeah. she has the um, template. Yeah, it's it's a really nice thing that she had that she did up on her website and just mm-hmm. like posted it for people for free, which is actually really nice. Um, if there is anyone listening who is interested in romancing the beat but hasn't gotten a copy of the book yet, that Scrivener template she has in each of the beats, she's written out what that beat should accomplish. It's not to the degree that the book is, mm-hmm. but if you don't have a copy of the book and you want to dive into writing a romance novel using those beats, it's yeah. a nice little kind of primer while you wait for the book right. to... Like a good jumping off point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. I should look at... Probably not... Well, maybe. I was just thinking that maybe I should try to use Scrivener. Like, I downloaded, oh. downloaded it, what, like two weeks into NaNo? Because you guys all, you know, really like it. Mm-hmm. And... I think it was just, like, too much for me to try to be making my word count and also figuring out how Scrivener was going and already having half my draft already in Google Docs, so trying to fit it into Scrivener just wasn't going to work. But, like, from what I saw, it is a really cool program, so. Yeah. You really would think we're sponsored by Scrivener, (laughs) but we're (laughs) not, I swear. Sponsored by Scrivener and Romancing the Beat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I need to sit down with YouTube and like watch some tutorials on Scrivener for like what, because it does so much more than what I use it for. Mm -hmm. And I would like to know what those things are and see if I can utilize them. But like even the basic stuff that I know what it does, like there's a section where you can create like little profiles for each of your characters. Oh, that's so cool. I don't don't do that. I probably, like you can drop in pictures. I probably should, but I just keep it all up here. Like, I started typing out a profile for Dusty the other day, and I was like, why am I doing this? I know everything that I'm going to type here. I don't Mm -hmm. need to spend the time typing it out when I already have it in my head. And in the one thing I did do writing-wise in December was I sat, when I started coming up with ideas for this story, I sat down and I wrote out everything that I know about the story. So I have, like, two pages of notes that are just, like, bulleted chicken scratch in no particular order. And then I went in right at the end of December. I went in and I plotted out. I I said, okay, this is what I know. Let me plot out the romance beats. And I have, I mean, just sitting down and doing that, I had the entire, this book is going to write itself. I had almost the entire thing. I know. I say that now. Talk to me in two weeks. But I, (laughs) I had almost the entire thing done. The only romance beat that I do not have is how I'm going to get the two of them into bed. And I figure that mm. will come. Like, obviously, they're going to. Yeah, and will. I know everything surrounding it. I just need to, you know, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be my little surprise for me as I'm writing because mm-hmm. I don't like to have everything completely plotted out because if I already know what the whole thing is, I don't want to write it because I already know the yep. whole story. So this is my little surprise for me as I'm writing. I get to find out how I'm going to make these two characters fuck. <laughs> I was hoping you would say it like that. How are we going to get them to bone down? Nice. So what is the, what are the stories that, can you tell me about the stories that you've been working on? So, okay, let me look at, let's see. This is going to be a fun check-in for me to do with you yeah. every couple weeks because 
you're since you're working on such different things every time mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like so what have you been working on and you're like well yesterday I wrote a story about a psychic dog and the day before that <laughs> I wrote a story about a tomato stand oh my god you're just full of them Aaron so yeah, I've I- got well no that's two that's all I've got <laughs> well, everything else all, all of my other ideas are about bone town nice see that I cannot <laughs> write about I have tried to like write romance Aww. scenes and they just turn into something weird I don't know why can't explain well, it now I want you to write one of those just for a me. a weird romance or just yeah, a romance like, just try, try to write a romance and just see what happens to it because <laughs> well, I want to do you remember see what it is the deer story that I wrote for Inktober do you remember reading yep. that yeah that uh-huh. was gonna be a romance and yeah. she ended up going off to be a deer so yeah, she decided to join a coven of deer <laughs> she literally left her boyfriend <laughs> so anyway yeah. um so i started one where i got two paragraphs in and i didn't wasn't feeling it so then i moved on to new one and it's about this woman who is doing her laundry at a laundromat and then this man is there and he's like what are you running from and she's like i'm just doing my laundry and then things start getting weird and um she opens the washer because it's clanking and um all of her clothes are gone and she finds a wrench and i'm not really sure what's going to happen from there cool yeah i think they go somewhere weird i don't know it's gonna be yeah so that that's what happened for that story so now, see, see this happens. is yeah. Th- this is why, like, you can tell that I read and write too much romance because you're like, this woman's doing her laundry at the laundromat, and there's this man there, and I'm like, meet cute. <laughs> They're boning, <laughs> and then and then they go to Bone Town, right on the a Bone Town machine. laundromat. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no, that's oh, fun. Yeah. And then I'm I was excited. thinking last year, two years ago, I started this writing project where I wrote just a bunch of like random chapter titles and then I was planning on just writing short stories based on those and I only did a couple but one of them that I've really been thinking about recently was called alternate reality self-check-in and I think I want to polish this and actually finish it because it doesn't have an ending so I want to finish it and polish this one because it is one of my favorites so it's about all these alternate reality versions of this person. They have a meeting and then they're like updating each other on what's happening in their lives and like finding out what would have happened if they would have made the other decision. And oh it's, my God. Aaron, it's very funny. Like I'm Tracy, really proud I of love it. it oh. so much. I want it in my eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to polish that one up and get it out there too. So yeah, that, that yeah, I'm needs, very excited. that needs to be read. Thank you. I'm very excited for you. that one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate you too. Oh, this is so good. Okay, I have another I've question for this you. Podcast. <laughs> I have too. Yeah, okay. It's only been a month and we talk every day and yet I've missed it so much. I know. Ugh. Okay, so my question for you, I guess you kind of already answered it. Oh. I was going to ask you how you Go prepped. Me. Yeah. <laughs> how like you prep for this, but you said you wrote everything down and you have a bullet pointed and stuff. Yeah, I did, but I did all that before I knew I was going to do the challenge. Okay. Um, and then Alexa was like, hey, I'm going to do this challenge. Does anybody else want to do it? <laughs> I thought and you meant your like, Amazon Alexa. Oh, like, yeah, why no, did no. she randomly tell you about this challenge? No, my friend Alexa. I'm actually kind of surprised that my Echo didn't start yelling at me from the kitchen when I said her name. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, and she was like, I'm going to do this challenge. Anybody want to do it? And mm-hmm. so I signed up and our friend Joanne created a spread, like a tracking spreadsheet that oh. right so right now i'm tracking on the 85k90 website mm-hmm. which gives me the little graph and it's not as 
I feel like the the metrics in this are not as complex as the NaNoWriMo site, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of okay with that. The, the only thing I don't like about this one is that you can't put your total word count. You have to put in how much, like, your mm-hmm. word count per day, which means that I have to do math. Yeah. I have to, like, look at the previous word count and subtract today's word count and figure, yeah, or, yeah I, I described just... all of that wrong. That's not, that would give me a, a wrong number. <laughs> um but I can, if I do it right, track it on this mm-hmm. this graph thing. And then the spreadsheet that Joanne did, basically you just input your word count every day and it gives you your total word count down at the bottom of the sheet. Oh, that's nice. Um, and that's for like everybody in the romance group who's doing this. So there's lots mm-hmm. and lots of us. That's kind of um, motivating though. So you get to see everybody else's word counts. Oh, I definitely have looked at that and been like, well, if I write like... 150 more words and I'll be ahead of that person yep and then I didn't do that good old Aaron that I know I I know and And then I didn't do that because I felt like an asshole and also I wanted to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) I was like I've hit a good stopping point I should not be that jerk who always has to have the biggest number on the spreadsheet (laughs) like we'll let him have it for a couple days and then uh I'm coming to get you yeah, yeah. I do wish that there were digital badges that I could earn mm, for that's this true. challenge. I might have to make my own. You know, I feel like that's part of, like, what's making this feel, like, less pressure than Nano. Not, like, obviously it's a fewer words per day challenge and it's longer yeah. and stuff. But, like, there aren't, like, the bad, like, Nano has such high, like, energy and intensity where this mm-hmm. feels a lot less. This is like, hey, we're just giving you a structure to meet your writing goals. And Nano's like, rah! Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do really well with having that, like, Even you update it every single day. Yep. Here's your seven-day badge. Here's yep. your 21-day badge. You can still um, do it on the nano site. It'll still give you the badges. Oh, will it? I think, because it looks like, unless the nano site was glitching, because I'm using the nano site for this, just because right. I'm used to it, and, like, right. whatever, and you can set up your own goals and deadlines and stuff. Um, but I think my badges, like, reset. I didn't realize it like. that it did that. Oh, so me, I could be wrong that it was just glitching because sometimes I'll log in and they'll say that I'm a zero time nano participant. I'm like, well, that's not true. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The nano site's a little check. bit busted. I love yeah. it, but it's yeah. a little bit busted. I love it in spite of itself. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like there's the timer nos- and I like the yeah. word count in the graphs, so that like works for me. Yeah, there's a nostalgia factor there that makes me love it, oh, even yeah. though I know it's I know it's bad for itself and bad for me. Mm-hmm. What What is the timer? There's just, it's just like a stopwatch thing. So when you're doing writing sprints, it's up by the plus, there's a little clock thing. And that's what I used for um, every time I did a sprint. And I'll do it now too, even just like 30 minutes of focus time. And then there's a timer on my phone. Yeah. (laughs) Too many devices. Yeah. I don't know why I like it so much because then it startles me every single time because it's this guy's voice that goes, Time's up, like really loud, and oh, wow. it works. I guess for me, I don't know, but so, huh? Yeah. I yeah. So right now, I'm tracking my word count in so many places. <laughs> so I'm tracking it on the 85k90 website. Mm-hmm. I'm tracking it on that spreadsheet. I have. So I've learned that I don't do well with paper planners, yep. like notebook style paper planners. I just mm-hmm. I do better when I, I have my Google Calendar. And then my previous system has been my Google Calendar and then just like 50 bajillion post-it notes all over my desk. And so I just, but like having the notebook style planner that I have to like keep somewhere and open it up and flip through the right page, like 
it yeah it's not like it's any extra work but for whatever reason i just don't utilize it properly so this time i got a desk calendar like a big flat oh i love it's those. like yeah it's like yeah. legal paper sized just desk calendar and it sits underneath my laptop so it doesn't yes. have like it doesn't take up any extra space on my desk and i can see the whole month at a time which i do really well with mm-hmm. and i'm just writing down like you know what are my goals for this week you know i'll write down just on monday I have these podcast episodes to edit, oh. and I need to do this is my word count that I need to hit for the day, and I have these audio drama lines due, so I need to record those this week. And then, and so I'll just write it down, and I will cross each thing off as I do it, and that way it like it, it functions the same as the post-it notes, but it's a much cleaner, cleaner. Yeah. way of doing it. And then I don't have like six post-it notes that each have three things crossed off and seven more things still written on them. So, I mean, it's only been a week Mm -hmm. since I got this thing, but it's working really well for me right now. So that's awesome. we'll, We'll see how it's doing in a month. But for right now, it seems to be working really well. I also, the last like notebook planner I had, I tried to incorporate everything in my life. Like I tried to incorporate all of like... You know, the kids' gymnastics, the kids' softball, you know, after-school programs, doctor's appointments. And I'm not doing that with this. This is strictly for my creative endeavors. Podcast stuff and writing stuff. And that's all it's for. Mm -hmm. And it's making me feel much more relaxed because I've got all the other stuff on my Google Calendar anyway. Right. And that's not like accomplishments when you remember your kids', you know, soccer stuff. I mean, that's good. But, you know, that's just like... Yeah, maintaining. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna cross yeah. off. Took Lorelai to gymnastics. Yes, I feel you know. so accomplished. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not gonna cross off. Took the dog for a walk, or right. you know, got got my got my teeth cleaned. Although right. that one, I probably should actually add that on because like it does feel like yeah. an accomplishment when I actually make the appointment <laughs> and then go to it. Agreed. But so so far, it's it's working mm-hmm. it's working well for me, and I'm only letting myself schedule out like a month at a time. So. Right. No, that's awesome that you have, like, a system, though, to keep track of things. Fingers crossed that it actually works this time Mm -hmm. because nothing else I've tried has. Yeah. (laughs) The last thing that I really have to talk about, I'm reading, I'm rereading One More Thing by BJ Novak. Um, Yeah, you mentioned that. Yes. What is... What is that? It He has, like, 60-some short stories, and it's just... The first time I read it was, holy crap, literally years ago, probably like four-ish years ago, and I haven't read it since. Okay. Um, But it's just like his writing style before. I have never read a book like this. Like, I don't really read a lot of short story collections, so this is really just completely different than anything I've read. But I read it, I was like, this is like my writing style. And it was just yeah. really cool to see, like, my kind of writing style in a published book where I'm like, hey, I feel like, you know, I could kind of do something like this eventually. But yeah, so I'm rereading that to get more of the short story feel and that kind of inspiration, you know, like the pacing and things like that. And his aren't serious. I mean, he's a comedy writer. There's some of them that are more serious. I don't know. It's, it's, I do, I really recommend it. I really like it. I mean, some of his stories are like a page long and then a few of okay. them are longer, but none of them are very long form. Like they're all pretty much like flash fictions or micro fictions really. Okay. Yeah. I was um, going to ask how long they were because I, I, I struggle with reading short story collections because yeah. I feel like I get to the end of a story 
And my instinct as a reader is to turn the page and start the next one. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just want to sit with a story for a little bit. And so what I need to do, I like, I'm I'm interested in reading this book. And I think the way I would need to read it would be like one story a day rather than plow through them. I would have to be like, this is my bedtime reading for the next month. Right. I get to, you know, I get to read one story before I go to bed. Now, if they're all, you know, like 30 page stories, that's not going to work. But if they're relatively short then yeah you know I'll re- it's like reading a chapter of a book right yeah so no, I think that's a really good idea another book I really like is the illustrated man which is a collection of Ray Bradbury's short stories and he didn't um these aren't short stories that he wrote specifically to be in this anthology but they get like kind of stitched together and there's like this narrative that goes through but that is more of a short story collection where it's like you read one story and it's a little bit longer, and then that's when you want to sit with for a while. So that one you wouldn't right. plow through. And you read typically. I can't remember when I read it, how fast I read it, but yeah, it's like a one story at a time kind of thing because his are okay. more longer form short stories, and there's a lot more. They're not very light. I mean, they're very deep, and some are very dark yeah. kind of stories. Um, but yeah, yeah, the one I'm reading right now is so good. It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue, and. So it is a new adult, so like early, the characters are like early 20s. Um, It's a new adult romance about what if the son of the first female president of the United States fell in love with the younger heir to the British monarchy. Uh And it is one of the most just, it's beautiful and it's heartbreaking and it's sweet and it's hilarious. It's like all of the things. And the Aww. whole time I'm reading it, I'm like swooning and squeeing. And I'm like, I, I want to get, kind of I told somebody today, I was like, I want to get a gold plated autographed copy of this book and just like <laughs> live in it. And then I want to buy copies for everybody I know because it's just, it's just that good. Those are the best kind of books. I love that. Yeah, It's so good. I love it. Is it like a writing style that you'd want to kind of like follow too yeah as I as I'm reading it I'm like I'm never going to be this good a writer (laughs) um but the thing is it's it's like I mean it's a contemporary romance so there's a lot of like you know kind of romantic comedy type banter and it's actually it's not dissimilar from my voice Mm -hmm. it's like I think I think that the kind of like the the way the way the characters talk and all of that is similar to what I write it's just that it's so it's so good Tracy Aww. I I can't like I can't even say why it's better than what I write it just is <laughs> well I mean <laughs> from your perspective it's just because it's not what you wrote you know it's not what I wrote but also yeah. and like I know it's like you know been through an editor and published and stuff right. so clearly it is further along in the process than what I write <laughs> since what I'm writing right now is just get the words out although one thing I have noticed about this challenge with nano, I don't let myself delete. Like, yep. if I write a garbage sentence, I'm like, well, that's just in there until December. Yeah. But with this challenge, I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm going at a slower pace and I want to come out having more time. I want to come out of this with, like, a good draft instead of just a draft. Right. And so, <laughs> like, last night I was writing and I had this whole paragraph and I was like, this is stupid. I'm, I don't want this paragraph in here. And so I let myself delete it and I didn't feel That's, bad about it. Right. I didn't feel like I was, you know, like I had to make the words up later. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, we're at the stage of the challenge where I'm writing more than I necessarily need to. Mm-hmm. So I am ahead of 
the word count that I need to be at. Today, I actually did not meet my word count, but I was already mm-hmm. ahead, so it was fine. But like yeah. I was writing and I hit, I, I finished the scene I started yesterday. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to force myself to write another hundred words or start a new scene just to get a hundred words, just to stop and have to pick it back up again tomorrow. Right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So that was pointless, especially with like the whole, it's a looser deadline too. And I feel like it's not necessarily a strict word count either where it's. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like that extra month if you need to take it. Plus like your revision and your editing time is where you'll get more you know, words in and better words and stuff like that. So exactly. I like this challenge a lot so far. I do Three days in. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll check in in a couple of weeks and see if we still like it. Yeah. (laughs) Or or are still adhering to it. Yeah. 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 But it's just nice to have like the motivation or not like the structure and kind of the accountability. Like um, today I messaged Zeb and I'm like, hey, I'm writing again. Like, I'm up for some sprints. Or yesterday I said that. And then this morning, right away, he's like, feeling up for a sprint. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, buddy. Let's do this. Nice. So, like, that's nice to have again, too. So, yeah. taking the break from it and then getting refreshed and coming back and like, all right, new project. Let's yep. go. It's really fun. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's <laughs> wrap up. Time. Let's do some social media. Um, oh, yeah. The we have those. podcast can be found on Twitter at wham juice pod so that's w-h-a-m juice pod on twitter um individually i'm at unabashedly aaron and i am at a deals warlock find the scavengers network at scavengers net and we have a really cool website yep oh and and just so many amazing sibling shows including a new one that drops tomorrow at the time of recording called Thanks for the Lyrics, which is a Fallout Boy Lyric discussion podcast that starts out with just me and James, but in March, we have a new host, and, and it's, it's Tracy. Me. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so ex- I'm so excited. I'm so I know. Excited. We have one last song to record uh-huh. for um, Fallout Boy's Evening Out with Your Girlfriend, and I'm like, I just want to get through this song so we can start recording with Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. But yeah, so Thanks for the Lyrics is available. We drop Saturdays um, at 4 p.m. Um, because of jokes. we are who we are. Um, and yeah, we, you can find them on the Scavengers Network. And you know what? I'll even drop a trailer for it at the end of this episode. Perfect. Nice job. Yeah. This is yeah. fun. Yes. All right. Well, I guess until two-ish weeks from now. Mm-hmm. But then we'll see what kind of cool things we crank out. Yeah. See what we crank out. See if either of us still has any of our sanity left. <laughs> see if we're I still this we excited. Yeah. I think this is going to be a lot chiller. This is, yeah. This is a much less frantic yeah, pace. For sure. So, yeah. All, All right. right. Well, thanks, everybody. Until then, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, James. Hey, Aaron. Hey, you two. Not Not yet, yet, Tracy. Tracy. 
Anyways, I was thinking about this one specific line from a Fall Out Boy song, and I was wondering if you wanted to discuss it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Can I discuss it too? Tracy, Tracy no, no, not, not yet. yet. Okay, so we could do a podcast where each week we go in-depth on one line from each Fall Out Boy song and cover a new song every week, album by album, until we've covered all of them. And after the first album, Fall Out Boy's Evening Out With Your Girlfriend, we could add a third host. Oh yeah, do you have anyone in mind? No. Oh wait, Tracy, are you still there? Yeah. Hey, do you want to be on our Fall Out Boy podcast when we get to the second album, Take This To Your Grave? Sure. Great. Let's call it Thanks For The Lyrics, but take out all the vowels so it's like that Fall Out Boy song. And release it on Saturdays, like that other Fall Out Boy song. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm so glad that we called Tracy before I started this conversation with you, James. Me too. Thanks for the lyrics. Starting in January 2020. And I start later than that.